Section 12 of Captain Billy's Whizbang, Volume 3, Number 28, December 1921. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Adrian Stevens. Captain Billy's Whizbang, Volume 3, Number 28, December 1921 by W. H. Fawcett. Whizbang Editorials. The bull is mightier than the bullet. There are many Calamity Janes in the USA. One of their stock cries just after a crime has been committed is, if she gets off, she's going in the movies. Let us look at the real facts searching the history of the moving picture business in not a single instance has a murder been starred in pictures about seven or eight years ago a wealthy married man in virginia was shot by his wife or was it by a girl in the case beulah binford because he had trifled with her affections the courts proved the man a rotter and because beulah was a very young girl she was released without a prison sentence beulah's heart and life were broken and she wanted to bury herself in her little home town and try to start over again but she needed money an unscrupulous promoter from new york who thought he could profit by the notoriety caused by the crime made her an offer to be starred in pictures beulah went to new york the picture was taken but the police closed madison square garden when it was scheduled to show there even in those early days of picturedom movie companies of any standing were bitterly incensed against promoters who wanted to make money by exploiting crime the tragic figure in this case was beulah binford herself when the picture failed to bring in receipts she was left alone and penniless in a strange city she went from studio to studio asking for work but despite the fact that she was beautiful no one wanted to take a chance with her finally the republic film company of new york gave her a job sorting papers in their office she went through countless hardships in the city what has become of her we do not know a few years later in wisconsin a boy student killed his sweetheart in a lonely wooded section not far from the state university buildings the case was never proved to have been premeditated murder and he was not given a prison sentence a well-known new york syndicate writer a woman went out to wisconsin and tied up the boy's services for pictures she then hastened back to new york to sell the contract for profit every picture company in new york turned down her proposition to star the boy after marie edwards shot senator lyons a year or so ago in california she visited all the studios in los angeles in an attempt to get into the movies not a single position was offered her mrs louise pete who was recently sentenced to life imprisonment for the murder of j c Denton at his home in los angeles 
made overtures to the picture companies during the time she thought she was going to be freed. Not a single studio executive paid the slightest attention to her attempts to be exploited on the screen. The son of Senator New, who brutally killed his sweetheart in Topanga Canyon near Los Angeles about a year ago, also thought he might follow a picture career, but this was cut short when he was sentenced to twenty years in the penitentiary. Mrs. Marie Bailey, who shot her sweetheart, Clarence Hogan, in Pasadena last September, told all reporters that she was going to be featured in pictures as soon as she was released. Mrs. Bailey had previously played in pictures, but when she was arrested, picture studios all made the notation that she would never again be hired, even as an extra. Marie has gone up for ten years. The Clara Hammond picture, Fate, although already produced, has not been exhibited in the theatres. In the light of the history of past cases, has it a chance? Burning kisses always go with sparks. An authority once established is hard to controvert. That is why it is going to be one heck of a job to knock any kind of a dent into the present Volstead law prohibiting even a smelling acquaintance with wine, beer or regular hard liquor. Organised minorities vote solidly in politics. The vote of the majority is scattered. There is nothing more easily swayed than popular opinion and popular passion with the right kind of propaganda. I remember when Carpentier, the French fight champ, came across to get his bump on the beak. Gus and I were discussing the antics of the New York Society women who literally fought with each other for the privilege of kissing him at a garden party. It is the human nature of the female of the species to kiss the male brute at every opportune occasion, and, under stress of easily aroused emotions, under other conditions as well. Emotion is a primitive human instinct, and if women swarm to kiss a prize-fighter in these enlightened days, it is easy to understand how an unorganised majority of males as well as females might be moulded by proper propaganda to a conviction that this country will go to the bowels unless booze of all character and description is kicked into the discard. We must admit that the prohibition minority did not slip anything over on the majority when it wasn't looking. First they sneaked into a few legislatures, and then they put it through Congress, and had it ratified by their legislatures. The majority found out about it when it was too late. All the majority can do now is to defy the Volstead law and vote down the enforcement provisions of it. Some of them are doing this, while others are becoming Cunard addicts and going to Europe and Havana. Europe used to be a continent of kings. Now it is only America's corner saloon. We have never held any particular briefs for squirrel whiskey and other forms of a hundred-proof hooch, but even our former president, Woodrow, what was his name? Wilson, is strong for wines and beers. 
and we are willing to stack with him on this question at least it is going to be a hard job getting any concessions from the prohibitionists we believe gus has the right idea however when he says the day of the bum voyage to europe is nearing a close and that the old familiar sign wines liquors and cigars may soon be dusted off and tacked up outside the front door the way they sing it we will now sing that little nanny goat song entitled mammy also that well-known ballad just a japanese ash can the stage contortionist leads a double life End of section 12